BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Commas Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today we're talking to Erin Azar, aka Mrs. Space Cadet on TikTok. She's honestly one of my favorite TikTok follows. She's a runner that has amassed over 600,000 followers on TikTok, just basically vlogging her running. And she is training for the New York City Marathon, which is coming in hot, which she is running for charity. And in today's episode, we talk all about her running journey and how she got into the sport. I guess the different experiences we've both had in the sport and TikTok fame, how she's enjoying it, and much more. So stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. So whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or you're just looking to eat healthier like me, there's a range of recipes to fit any kind of diet or preference. The thing I love about Green Chef most, let me tell you right now, is that the recipes are absolute flames. These recipes are so good because they're crafted by Green Chef's expert chefs. There's over 30 meal choices every week and the flexibility to switch plans. You'll never have to sacrifice taste for nutrition and you can enjoy literally restaurant quality dishes in the comfort of your own home. I feel like my own chef, you know, when I'm cooking these Green Chef meals, they're seriously that flavorful and delicious. You can avoid the long lines at the grocery store and get fresh premium ingredients delivered right to your door. And since Green Chef's ingredients are pre-portioned, you'll actually be reducing your food waste by 25% at least. They're also the most sustainable meal kit because they offset 100% of their plastic use and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. So you get to enjoy your greens while being green. My next Green Chef box is being delivered today. And let me tell you how excited I am. I literally am salivating right now just thinking about the meal I'm going to make tonight because it's literally going to be delicious and I can't wait. And it is 8.10 in the morning. <laughs> if you guys are interested, head to greenchef.com slash coldbrew125 and use code coldbrew125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. That is greenchef.com slash coldbrew125 and use code coldbrew125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. Now let's get straight into today's episode. Erin, oh my goodness. Okay, I'm like fangirling right now because well, same. <laughs> well, it's people say this to me when they meet me, I guess, in yeah. person. They're like, it's so like different just to like see someone that you've only watched online to like talk to them face to face. So it's 
It's very good to like chat with you face to face, even though we're not in person, but I'm excited to have you on and I'm sure we have a lot to talk about. You're very funny on TikTok, but, uh, <laughs> thank you yeah. to get started. Do you want to just like give us a little intro of who you are and what you're about? Yeah. Um, my name's Erin. I, I live in Pennsylvania. I have three little kids, um, a husband who is not on social media and social media is now my job, which is <laughs> kind of strange, but I started running a couple years ago and I was posting videos to YouTube and I noticed that I couldn't find any content um, surrounding people that were running that looked like me or ran really slow like me. Everything was, you know, kind of like coaches and um, or professional runners, which is really helpful. Like if you're trying to learn about form and stuff like that, but I was kind of in the market for just seeing someone relatable and that would make me feel less alone, I guess, while I was trying to learn how to run. And, um, but once I posted on TikTok, cause I learned that you could reach people that don't even follow you on TikTok. So I thought, oh, I'm going to find a friend. And that video blew up to like over a million um, views. So it did make me realize though that like even professional runners um, still have bad runs and and anyone can really relate to what I just termed struggle running. It's just the big umbrella of struggle. (laughs) Struggle running. Well, you make struggle running look fun then because I feel like you literally take us on I feel like every single run that you go on and I do adventure in itself, just whatever you discover. Like I was just, I was scrolling through this morning. Like I've, I've broken my ankle on two walnuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so detailed and it's just so funny too. And I think that's why people follow you because it's like so enjoyable to watch you run. Yeah. Did you ever think that like this many people would enjoy watching your content and seeing your running journey? Not at all. I, I was actually scared to post on TikTok because after I uploaded that video, I realized that there's like, I was old for TikTok. I just turned 38. So at the time I was 36 and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to rip me to shreds. These kids are ruthless. And, but I think at that point enough, you know, older people, and when I say older, I mean like 25 because everyone yeah, I'm, on TikTok- I'm 25 and I feel old yeah. for the platform. Yeah. But now you see like there's grandparents on there. So we're young. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when you were doing YouTube, how long were you doing that for? And did you already have a following before you went to TikTok? I had a really small following on YouTube. I, I don't even maybe a thousand followers, um, but it was just like this core group of people that really just followed me for whatever I was doing. So, um, at first I just, um, if I was pregnant, like I would upload, um, videos about that, you know, um, it was always something humorous though. Like, cause I would have a lot of really bad days and I'm like, well, you could either cry or you could laugh. So I just, it, it was like a good creative outlet. Cause I still had a full-time job at the time. And so it was just a good creative outlet to kind of film my day as crappy as it was, and then just edit it and like make commentary to lighten the mood, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And, but once I started running, those same people were like, ah, we're here for it. Like we don't run, but that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) 
And, um, so, but that, that's what made me realize, like, I need to find people that run. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Is this normal that, you know, my, um, hip hurts here or that my shoes have holes in them? Like I had no clue that running with shoes that had holes in them and like barely any tread was bad for your feet. I don't know why I just, it didn't occur to me. Yeah. So I, there is value in having an audience that does run or does do what you're filming because you can get that feedback and learn from them. Also, it's not always, you know, you teaching other people about something. Yeah, that is so true. I didn't even think about that. And if you didn't know, if you don't know any of my background, I started on YouTube. So I made a YouTube channel back in 2017, but that was like at the peak of my running career, I was running at Oregon and I was was like day in the life of, uh, like the highest level of running that you can get. So I wasn't necessarily posting about stuff. That's like, I don't like know. Like you didn't you need to, to learn. Beginners. You already. Yeah. 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 I yeah, see what so you're like, saying. Yeah. And it, even for me, I feel like I've been running for so many years that it's kind of hard to even put myself in that position again to be like, cause when I started running, I was so young that I don't remember it. Yeah. So there definitely is a market for that though, because so many people start running when they're like, I don't know, older because it's just a lot easier. Like it's a very accessible sport to do after. Yeah. You don't need a gym or anything like that. Yeah. yeah, But uh, like you said, a lot of people don't know where to start. And my channel is definitely not going to help someone (laughs) with that. Yeah. But your, yeah, yeah, your channel is good for people that are already established and, you know, following you for that. Like you're legit. I mean, you are verified, like you did this competitively and that is, you know, that's your life. You don't, like you said, you don't remember starting to run, Mm -hmm. but so many people are, yeah, they're starting in their thirties and forties now. Um, I think especially now that I'm pushing the narrative, like you don't need to run a seven minute mile to run. It's like good for your, you know, there's mental health benefits to it even, Um, so I feel like people are more willing to, to try it after watching me or even like go for a walk. Yeah. It's Um, just much, it's a much less intimidating approach than someone who comes onto my channel and (laughs) like, I could see someone being deterred from running if they want to after watching my videos. Well, I feel like when you're younger, like when you started competitively, that's, that is, it's like, a if you're running when you're that young, it's like, you feel like you have to be fast. You have to have a purpose for it, which is racing. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't like good, I guess. Yeah. If, I, if I wasn't good when I was younger, what, I don't think I would have kept doing it. <laughs> right. Cause that's how it is. And, and yeah. like, I remember even playing sports in high school, it was like, I would try something and I'm like, ah, I'm not really good at it. Or I'm terrified to pitch a softball because it could fly right back in my face before I can catch it, you know? So I would like quit sports all the time (laughs) because if I wasn't good at it or I didn't like it, I'm like, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I mean, I think that, yeah, that's, I guess, guess the kid mentality, but then now it's so different. And I'm, I'm learning to shift my mentality from being really good at running to just enjoying it on a daily level and like enjoying the mental health benefits, which was something I never even thought about. I love watching I love watching your videos now though, because of that, because you had that professional 
um, experience for so many years. And now it's like, you're rediscovering it. So it's really cool to watch. Yeah. It's been a fun process. It's been very hard. I will say like, it's definitely not an easy path. And anyone that watched myself can probably see that for me, but Mm -hmm. I know like in the long run, (laughs) pun intended, like I know (laughs) it'll be very good for me, I guess, to like have that I don't know, reframed mindset. But I I mean, I just enjoy watching people. I love like running TikTok because it's just so funny. I feel like it's just so it really expands my horizons because like that elite running world is so small. And I just love meeting people that like to run. That's not yeah, you need to run a four-minute mile to be like considered a runner. So yeah, yeah I just appreciate people like you, you know. And I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you have the audience that you do because it's one very enjoyable to watch. And I want to get into like you actually filming the TikTok because yeah. <laughs> from someone that has also been like, I'm like on a run with my little like G7X here, like filming myself on a run out in public. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't realize that you, do you use that for um, TikTok videos? No, that's not for TikTok. That's that oh, for your just, YouTube. Yeah, for YouTube. Like I would yeah. do that when I was marathon training stuff. Usually I wouldn't bring my full camera. I would just have my iPhone. But yeah. for you, like- how do you enjoy actually like filming the TikToks while you're running? I, okay. So for it, for context, I actually went for a 10 mile run yesterday and I did not film it. I was How'd on a call. Feel? I hated it. I was like, this is horrible. Cause I'm, I'm on the call with someone and I'm running by like the cows and the Guinea hens and I'm running up puke hill. And my entertainment is filming that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like not punishment, but it was it was not as enjoyable for me as it is when I can just like freely whip out my phone and I so I just like I'll film a clip. Um you know, I'll start the intro, I'll do the running outfit of the day pose and I save it as a draft and as I'm running I just open that draft and keep filming. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, at the end, I'll do a little dance or something. And I edit it right in TikTok. So all I do is just shorten the clips a little bit. Um, and I don't know, it's it's a source of entertainment for me. I Could I run a little faster if I wasn't filming all the time? Probably. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like it's more important for me to enjoy it, to enjoy yeah. the run. Yeah, it definitely is. Just when you're going on super long runs. Mm-hmm. I feel By like myself. You- yeah. I feel like you need that source of entertainment. Yeah. Um, when did, like, when did you start running? I guess you said a couple of years ago, but how did you Mm. all of a sudden like realize that you wanted to pursue it more than just like an occasional exercise? Yeah. Well, I wasn't even doing it as an occasional exercise. So I, I had tried running in the past before that, and I would download those, um, PDF things that that would be kind of like a schedule like okay on Monday do this on this day walk or something and I always quit because I would get shin splints or I felt like I couldn't get even to a mile and I'm like I have no clue what I'm doing I can't afford to like pay someone to help me and I it just wasn't important to me I feel like if it was really important I would have found the the means to pay for something or, Mm -hmm. um, to buy new shoes. Um, but a couple years ago, after I had my third baby, I was, it's like that this postpartum period, you, you hear about it, um, with people have like postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety. And there's, there's also this group of us that like, don't have those things, 
but still really struggle because you're so tired. You're so sleep deprived. Um, and you have this new human that you're taking care of in addition to the other kids. So you care about their feeling. It's just like a really stressful time to me anyway. I know some moms are like, oh, it's so blissful and, you know, perfect, (laughs) but it's like, that's like the social media facade. Exactly. Like Like, I'm just being real that, um, a lot of people, you know, it, it, it's hard. So, um, I just felt this feeling I vividly remember sitting in our living room in this like old rocking chair and I'm like I am gonna go crazy if I don't like get out this pent up whatever it was like I don't know I just felt uncomfortable so I just like put on my sneakers and I I have a YouTube video that shows the holes in the size of my sneakers like it's so bad And I didn't have running clothes. I just put on like a baggy shirt and shorts and I just started running and I did bring the camera because at that time I was just filming whatever. And um, I think like within a half a mile, I was like, this feels good. Even though it was physically hard, mentally, I'm like, oh my gosh, my head is like feeling more clear. Um, When I got home, I felt more patient and like I could actually think of what I had to do. So that kind of like clicked in me. I feel like I found running, um, for like the first time, like genuinely found it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so like shortly after that, I, on my YouTube, I was like, I'm going to sign up for a marathon, even though I couldn't even (laughs) run a mile. Like I have no idea what I was doing. That's what I also wanted to get into. It's like you, (laughs) you went from from zero to 100. Right. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, why didn't I say I'm going to sign up for a 5k? Are you like an all or nothing person? Are you just, you just wanted, you just were like, yeah, marathon. I think for me, knowing that I always quit everything, I was like, probably thinking if I sign up for something so intense, I had like, you can't, I feel like if you signed up for a 5k, you could struggle through that. Even if you didn't train for it. Yeah. You, you can take hurt. a 5k. You cannot take a marathon, especially right. if you're coming from zero base whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Like I had no idea how to run. I had no idea what I needed to run. Um, and so I just, I was, yeah, really just starting from zero, but I think that I assumed if I signed up for a marathon, it would force me to be consistent and like really stick with running. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did, it worked, but definitely when my long runs hit like four miles, I, Dan, actually, my husband sent me one of my old YouTube videos. And I was talking about that saying how my long run was going to be four and a half miles. And what did I get myself into? I'm like terrified to, to run that distance. And it like really brought me back to, wow, I would have quit. I, I would have quit right there. Um, but I knew, okay, I, you signed up for this. You announced it on your YouTube, like, just go, like, keep going, you know? Yeah. And then, so wild. you ended up running the marathon from, yeah. Well, well I, I, what I, mileage did you get up to then? Like, what was I, your highest long run or longest the, run? Yeah. The longest run was 20 miles and I signed up for the Philadelphia marathon. This was pre pandemic. And then the pandemic hit, it was obviously canceled. And then I, I got so far. I'm like, I cannot not do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I, I created a virtual race for charity and we just called it space race 2020. (laughs) And 
we raised like $14,000 for a local women's shelter, which was wow. like huge to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and because I didn't even have, I had a lot of followers at that time, but not what I have now. And we still managed to raise that. So it was really cool to see like all the people. And I didn't say you have to run a marathon. I was like, you could run a mile. It was yeah. just like, we're raising money here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I ran that with my coach and my husband and it was, uh, we couldn't even have anyone there because of COVID. And we were just like, we figured better safe than sorry. I didn't want anyone to like, like spectators to get sick. And then I, I couldn't live with that. So, um, it was an interesting experience. Like even the hydration and the fuel we had to stash in like trash bags in the woods and you know so it was like no one handing you anything we had to like go you, like go find it go yeah like dig out water. these trash and bags and like oh you know even opening the packages and opening the drinks it's like it all adds to the time that you're yeah. out there um and yeah I finished I think I went live a bunch of times on TikTok and filmed the whole thing but it was so painful like <laughs> I remember I think I would have quit but my coach who is like, she's insane. She, you know, I'm sure a lot of people follow her also on TikTok, coach Alicia at what runs you, but she ran, I think she like PR'd in a marathon when she was pregnant. Hmm. So yeah, she's like, she's a beast. Yeah. (laughs) But just her telling me like my legs hurt too, cause she's fast. So she's not even used to being out that long on a for a marathon Mm -hmm. so like she was in pain too and she's like it's normal like it's if you're still moving you're you're okay your form is good so just having her tell me those things I'm like okay I'm gonna survive even though I feel like it's never gonna end (laughs) but it did thankfully quick little intermission to talk about today's podcast sponsor inside tracker when you do what you love like running like racing like enjoying the great outdoors you want to do it for life. Inside Tracker can help. Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Using their patented algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside you and to offer you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. Then, Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way towards reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. And for a limited time, you can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com slash Emma or just click the link in my description box and check out Inside Tracker. I seriously recommend. Inside Tracker has been the number one most helpful tool I've used to basically narrow down my diet and also make the lifestyle changes I need to to feel my best. Inside Tracker seriously has helped me a lot just feel better on a day-to-day basis, whether that be in running or just in life. Highly recommend you go check it out. Again, the link is in the description box of this podcast or just go to insidetracker.com slash Emma and you can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Now let's get back into today's episode. <laughs> Man, I've, I ran the Chicago Marathon back in 2019 mm-hmm. and marathons are no joke. They right. hurt a lot yeah no so, matter how yeah, much no matter training. it doesn't matter if you're it, it just like hurts for a different reason I was talking to this like professional runner guy who literally runs like 210 in the marathon oh but, my god like people were asking for advice but it's just such different pain because obviously like that guy is feeling pain but he's not on his feet for 
four plus hours. So yes. I feel like everyone just feels pain in a different way in the marathon. It doesn't really matter how like fast you are or anything. It's just a very, it's an excruciating distance. Yeah. I, I remember saying like, oh my God, it hurts so bad. And so she was like, okay, what hurts? Thinking I was like injured or something. And I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even body. know. I don't even know what part specifically. It was just, I felt so much pain. I feel like you just turned into a rock at some point and you're just yeah. like still moving and, but their whole body is like creaking and you're like yeah. <laughs> so, six miles left. It's so wild. Yeah. Oh my God. And that, yeah, I, f- I have less than like 18 days till the New York city one. And I'm freaking out. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about that now too. So you're running New York, which is coming in absolutely so hot. I know a lot of people yes. that are running it. Um, and that course is no joke either. I've heard. Right. Cause there's hill, like all <laughs> the hills, hills leading up to the bridges and everything. Like yeah. they seem so long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to say that New York city bridges are not like, or New York, like, yeah, whatever bridges that you're going over, they are long, I will yeah. say. But I mean, I feel like the New York's experience from everyone, I mean, I don't know, I never ran it. But from everyone that has run it in that I know in like my personal life, they say it's an amazing experience. I mean, it is one of the majors, so I can just assume that it's an amazing experience. But yeah, um, you're raising money for charity. What are you at now? Because I know your goal is 100K. What's... Yeah, what's, I we're over 40,000. I didn't check it today, but... Um, People have been amazing, um, doing like even a dollar, like it's, it's crazy that a dollar can make such a huge difference because if that many people are doing it, um, it's, it's helping us get there. And, um, you know, I partner with aftershocks. Oh, here it is. So for we're over 41,000 now. Woo! Um, that's so much. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. It's, it's so crazy. And we have till the end of November. So even if I don't hit it by race day, I'm hoping to like, you know, promote it in some press and do stuff like this at that. And just be like, yeah, anyone has a dollar. We even have a, a direct link to my fundraising page is we give a fox.com, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes right there. So it makes it easy, but, um, yeah. So it's to raise money for Parkinson's research for the Michael J. Fox foundation. My dad has Parkinson's. Um, our neighbor has Parkinson's like, a, a lot of people, unfortunately that I know have it, um, around my dad's age too, where I'm like, um, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know there's a, I know there's ge- a genetic component, but there is also environmental. Um, so it's super important to me to raise the money and like, you know, get new treatments or even a cure, I think actually, um, we raised a, as a team, a million dollars, which wow. is insane. <laughs> I mean, imagine the impact that that can have because the Michael J. Fox foundation, you know how, like a lot of, um, char- excuse me, charities, um, the money goes to like admin fees and, and all that stuff. This goes directly to, um, research and yeah. the science behind it. So that's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, this episode yeah. is going live t- literally today. So oh my goodness. yeah. So I'll definitely be leaving a link in the description for Thank anyone you. that wants to donate. Like you said, even a dollar makes, yes. makes a big difference. A huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah. What's the, what's the goal for like race day for New York? Do you have any, or is it just to enjoy the uh, marathon major experience? 
Yeah, I definitely, I mean, just finishing, um, running is, uh, like as long <laughs> as I'm not walking is a huge deal to me. I would, lo- I would hope I could finish under six hours. Um, I'm assuming I could at least run 13 minutes per mile. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to jinx myself though, but <laughs> I, I feel like that's doable. Um, especially like with the crowds and I know there'll be plenty of like electrolytes and fuel, um, the 18 mile one that I did, that was my first in-person race. And I was like, oh, there's, they're just going to hand me all the stuff that I need. But it was such a small race that I don't even think they had electrolytes till mile 12 before that. It was just like little cups of water, which for some reason to me, don't help me at all. So (laughs) even though I was, cause I just sweat so much and it was humid that day. Um, and so I was, even though I was drinking those cups of water, whenever they had them, I was dehydrated and I could feel it. Um, and then by the mile 12, when I could drink Gatorade, it was like too late at that yeah. point. <laughs> well, I think you're going to have the op- opposite experience at New York. When I was yeah. at Chicago, which is another one of the majors, yeah. there's electrolyte stations literally every like two miles. You're like, okay, do oh, I need so more nice. goo? And like my son was just like filled with goo and stuff. And I'm like, Hey, too much, too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the energy is literally unreal, especially that like yeah. that was your first in-person race. This one's going to mm-hmm. be in another level of energy. That's what, I mean, I've literally only run one marathon. I'm talking like I'm an expert here, but, but you've run a lot of races. I've, yeah. I've run a ton of races yeah. and like the marathon vibe is mm-hmm. something that I absolutely love, even though I only ran one and I, I literally swore that I, or not, I didn't swear, but I, <laughs> I was pretty sure I was not going to be running like more than one marathon in my life, especially yeah. not so young, but after running Chicago, I was like, I can see why people get hooked on these because yeah. yes, the training is brutal. Honestly, like no one really wants to go out <laughs> for those 20 mile long runs by yourself, but yeah, when you're actually there on race day, with the energy of the crowd and people like running around you everyone's like making jokes and it's just like because everyone's just like everyone is crazy and everyone's going through it together so I just feel like you're just gonna have such a good experience it's very very fun and I know that you'll probably sign up for another one immediately after do you have anything else planned are you just only doing New York now I well I'm I'm doing New York but after like once I have time to you know think about it I do want to plan something um, definitely a marathon, uh, next year, but like something crazy and, and like maybe in, uh, I don't know, like a really cool location, mm-hmm. um, maybe something like that. I have to take my training to the next level and not just like slog, slug along for like 13 and a half minute miles. Um, but cause I want to make it, I feel like filming it and documenting it is such a huge part of it for me that I want to make it like really exciting. So when I'm editing the videos and people are watching the videos, I want it to be fun. And like, Mm -hmm. we can all follow along together. Um, so I don't know. I I just know I want it to be big, exciting. Um, and yeah, hopefully I have something to announce like after the New York city one. Yeah. Cause you know, that post-race blues. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah. You finish one thing. You're like, all right, need something else immediately. <laughs> well, you have to, you have to, yeah, wait it's going to hit me hard off, but yeah. yeah, after that, you're like, what am I even doing? You know? Yeah. And then I, it's like that depression and plus I have seasonal depression, which is already like hitting hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like going to compound on that. So I know if I like have 
something to work toward and like a new project to do, I feel like it'll help. Yeah. I feel like you could put, put on your own race. That's like a bold statement of me. Cause I know that it's is. a lot of work. I know it would be fun though. I would love to do that. Even like a 5k, but just make it like super fun and yeah. interactive and stuff. Yeah. Are you going to do another marathon? I don't know yet. I'm like still, I definitely am going to, I signed up for a race. It's not a marathon. Um, I haven't, I haven't disclosed what it is, but it is not okay. another marathon yet. Uh-huh. I just need to be like ready, I guess, to, um, train like that again. Yeah. I just feel like it was, I didn't really do the a very great job of training, honestly. And I told myself when I finished Chicago that I'm the next marathon I, I do, I'm going to like fully train and like commit to yeah. it. Um, so we'll see. I definitely want to like run more of the major ones, especially too. Cause I like had such a good time doing it. So we'll see, but yeah, I definitely like caught the marathon bug a little bit. Like I said, I definitely see why people do it. It's just much more, much more friendly environment than the Mm -hmm. elite running world and much more, much less intimidating, I think. So yeah. 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 People are there to finish and like be proud of finishing and not everyone's not there to win. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I'm excited to see what you do down the future. Yeah. I'm sure your 600,000 followers or however many you're up to now are also excited to follow your journey. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about like being TikTok famous and how that is for <laughs> you and what, I guess, what does that feel like? You wake up every day and you're like, I am TikTok famous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that I'm TikTok famous because there's people with like a hundred million followers on there. Okay. Yeah. There's some one-offs. <laughs> But in the grand scheme of things, not that many people have 600,000. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I I feel like I still don't really understand it. And um, I have bad imposter syndrome. So everything that I'm on, um, like because of TikTok or um, like Ryan Seacrest, that blew my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? I saw that and I was like, whoa, (laughs) like New York times, the today show, but Ryan Seacrest (laughs) American Idol, (laughs) right? Like what the heck? So, (laughs) but even that is like, I I don't understand it. I don't understand. So then my brain tricks me into being like, okay, well, if I was on it, it must not be that big of a deal. Like they must just have anyone on there. Which is not a good way to think. Yeah, that's like, like the I definition should, of imposter syndrome. I get I it. Know. I know. I should be like, I should be excited and and like proud of myself. But it's just like a really surreal thing. Yeah. Um, and I feel like especially when I, I mean, for you, it happened relatively fast. I would say yeah. compared yeah. to like I don't know people that are I don't know old traditional media that are have mm-hmm. to like keep booking projects for their whole life. But like now with social media, I feel like fame just happens so fast that it goes from zero to a hundred. And then all of a sudden you're talking to Ryan Seacrest and you're right. like, yesterday you- <laughs> I was literally working my nine to five doing and whatever. You know where that all started? Like the press? Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I know how. So the, the New York times article came about because, um, Talia, Minsberg, I think is how you pronounce her last name. She, her friends were sending her my videos, like just no context, not saying like, Hey, do an article on her. Yeah. But she kept getting them and, and she was, you know, eventually started to like follow the page and decided it could be like good for an article. 
But after, so once that came out, that's when the Today Show happened. And then that's when like all these other media um, interviews came about. So it was literally, it all happened because her friends were sending her my TikToks. Yeah. That's like, I'm convinced. so funny. That's like, and it really is word of mouth. I feel like now, yeah. mm-hmm. like even, um, I mean, I followed you before Dana and I talked last week, Dana Giordano. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, she was on my podcast last week, but we talked about you in the podcast. And I was like, I definitely have to have her on mine. But like I said, it's like word of mouth pretty much. Yeah. I guess of, of media stuff. So yeah, I can is. see. And then I've just like been following you on um, Instagram and TikTok and stuff. And you've had so much press. I'm like, yeah. I appreciate you taking the time to come on this podcast because I feel like, oh, I love this. Cause this yeah. is like just hanging out with, with a friend, you know, it's not like, uh, I have to, um, be, I don't know. Like sometimes I feel like with the radio things, it's really timed and rushed and, yeah. and you really have like, my brain does not work fast. <laughs> so like, hence my Mrs. Space cadet, um, name, but I feel like I have to have really concise answers and, and really think fast, but this is fun because it's just having a conversation. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm enjoying this conversation too. Um, how does it feel like, I guess, do you ever get recognized at all out in public? Yeah, I actually, so where I live, there's not many people out here. And I feel like the people that see me running and stuff, already know who I am. Like, it would be weird if they were like, Oh my gosh, I watch your TikTok. Like they're not even on TikTok, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but when I go to the shore, like long beach Island, um, there's obviously more people there, but it's so cool because there's also, um, younger, like a younger crowd. And that's, those are the people that will come up and, and say, Oh, I watch your TikToks. And that like makes my day because I feel like, if someone watches my videos and I feel like they're really, uh, real, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's so interesting, the in-person interaction, because like you said, you don't really see that many people on a daily basis. And it's so different just posting and like seeing numbers compared to actually Mm -hmm. meeting people in person. And they're like, I watch your videos. You're like, Oh, so these aren't like bots that are exactly watching. like, it's a real, a real person. And then I immediately think that we're friends in real life, because if you can handle my content and you actually like it, then yeah, yeah we would totally be friends. So it's, I don't even get like social anxiety or anything. I just get like <laughs> super excited. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you watch my videos, you know? Yeah. So that that's really cool. And then um, I'm excited for the marathon because there's people that are messaging me and they're like, I'll be at mile 21 or I'll be at mile 19. So I'm like in my head anticipating, cause I know I'm going to be struggling, but I'll be like, okay, just make it to that mile. And then there's going to be a group there that'll recognize me. And yeah. can, I like, guarantee cheer. you're going to have people cheering probably at every single mile for you. Oh my gosh. That would be so insane. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you will. I mean, you're talking all about the New York city marathon and a ton of people run it. So I feel like you're going to have either people that are running it, cheering you on, or people mm-hmm. will be coming from the spectator side being like, yeah, oh, yeah that would be amazing. Space, space yeah. I should get one of those, um, custom bibs like that you put on above yours or on your back. That says Mrs. Space Cadet. Yes. My you, name. Yeah, you should. Do you have your outfit picked out yet? I don't. Everyone's like, Oh, I'm assuming you already have your, what you're going to wear. I'm like, Oh, nope. should I <laughs> Is that a thing that people do it? 
Yeah, it's like the same with uh, someone asked me the other day, how long does it take to plan your outfits and what you're going to film? And I'm like, literally, whatever is on top of my clothing pile <laughs> in terms of shirts and shorts, that's what I wear. And um, whatever is on the top of my head while I'm talking to the camera is what's yeah, going on TikTok. Exactly. Like I, if I had to put thought into it, I wouldn't film. I, yeah. I'd just be like, no, it's too much, too much work. I know I've really tried to plan out content and be mm -hmm. organized with it, but I can't. I really like the just casual, you know, whatever's whatever is on the top of the dome is going on the internet. Yeah. Do you like do you like TikTok more for that for that specifically? I think so. I think TikTok is just different than other platforms. Yeah, because you don't really have to plan it and you can also spam a little bit. Like you can mm -hmm. you can yeah. kind of post whatever you want and people don't really get annoyed. Rather than like Instagram, if you're posting a ton of times like, in the day, yeah, everyone's like, "Hey, loser, bye," and then they unfollow right. you. Or YouTube, then it's like just gets washed away in the algorithm. But I do love TikTok because you could post. I post the most random stuff on there. Like, there's not yeah. really a rhyme or reason to my content. I wish I was more concise, honestly. Where I'm just like, let me talk about this topic, but I talk about literally anything, or like I try to follow the trends because I'm like, this is funny, and then I'll just yeah. post it. It's but like, I it's think kind that's of like, cool. yeah, it's kind of like my, uh, I don't want to say spam platform because it's not really like spam, right. but it just, it's, it's where I go when I want to feel like my true self again. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I love that. When people recognize you, is it from TikTok or like Instagram or your YouTube videos? Do they say specifically? I think most of the time it's from YouTube, but Sometimes people are like, oh, in I follow you on Instagram. I'm like, oh, not YouTube? And they're like, you have a YouTube? And I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's how I, because I follow you. Well, I follow you on TikTok and Instagram, but I didn't know you had a YouTube either until like last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it, I mean, it is interesting. No one, I don't think anyone really just follows me from TikTok. I feel like people that follow me on TikTok are probably from my other platforms, but who knows? It's hard yeah. to even tell at right. this point. I know. Yeah. I think my, mine's the opposite. Just, I assume that it is like that they would go from TikTok to Instagram or to YouTube. I don't even talk about my YouTube because I just started posting again on there after like eight months of yeah. not. <laughs> I didn't know you had a YouTube channel either. And yeah, then I, I never talked with about your GoPro it. and I'm like, is she filming that on her for her TikTok? Right. And thought, yeah. And I was like, why does she have a GoPro? And then I was like, is she, yeah. is she making a YouTube channel? But that I, I was, now. I'm like hinting at it because God forbid TikTok lets you say like, oh, go to my YouTube channel. They'll be like, nope, don't show this to anybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Not very much, not very good at like cross promoting on TikTok. I would right. Say. Yeah. They won't show your videos if you do that, unfortunately. Yeah. They are... I don't know. They want Bad. you to be loyal to the TikTok. <laughs> I know. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only 
new customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. But it's hard because you're limited. What would you say is like your ultimate goal with your platforms? Um, yeah, I was thinking this the other day. I need to have goals because I feel like I've just (laughs) been like my life. (laughs) I've I've just been rolling with it and like, wow, this is cool. Um, but I feel like I need to, like, I definitely want to get into public speaking in like a fun way. Um, not like I'm going to inspire you, but just like go interact with an audience and make it fun and something. uh, So something like that, I'd like to start, um, a blog, like I'm putting together my website and cause sometimes on TikTok, especially you have one minute, basically you really have like 30 seconds of someone's attention. Yeah. The one Um, minute, no one's watching this till the end. And now they have the three minutes. I'm like, who is, who is sitting here and watching my three minute video on TikTok? No one. I set it to three minutes, but I cut it. It's like totally cut down to 30 seconds. Cause I'm like, people are not going to watch three minutes. Um, but yeah, I feel like you're so limited on most of the platforms aside from YouTube, but it would be cool to like really lay feelings out on you know in words and um like capture that in a blog so I I want to move towards stuff like that but I don't have like big goals I feel like do you have big goals no (laughs) no I'm the same way I like I feel like I've been rolling with it for so long but I do need to like at some point sit down here and be like okay what do I want to do out of this like at the end of the day especially when it I just got a full-time job on top of, I say this in every episode, people are probably sick of me being like, I got a job, but well, not um, everyone can watch every video. So it's probably, it's good to update. Yeah. Stuff like so that. yeah. To update people, I did get a job, but before that, especially when like being a content creator was like my full dedication, I really yeah. wanted, like the end goal was to help, I guess, bring more eyes onto the running world because I feel like it just is pretty small even yeah. I mean you have proven otherwise now that you have 600,000 <laughs> followers but like since my content is more of like the competitive side of running like no mm-hmm. one knows professional runners like do you are, are you familiar right. with the professional side of running at all um only recently be- like if they follow me yeah I'll be like who's this they have a blue check got their name oh <laughs> they win races like legit races um, so I just started learning like people's names and, yeah. um, if I see them enough times, like I'll remember the name, but yeah, it's not like, you know, um, basketball or something. Yeah. I don't even watch basketball, but I could name like LeBron James, probably from the vine LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the meme. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I guess that was like my ultimate goal was to really like help bring eyes onto the sport. And I feel like I did a good job, but now, especially because I have to balance like the full-time job, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. what do I really want out of my platforms? Like, I feel like I have no rhyme or reason right now. And I'm like, I need to do something. Yeah. Like, but how do you like, yeah. So we're in the same boat. How do you strategize that? I like, know. What do you- I don't know. And I, I, I've diversified too much, I think, because I okay. have way too many platforms now. Mm-hmm. I have like YouTube podcasts, Instagram, TikTok food Instagram. Yeah. I have a food brand too. So it's just like, it's too much stuff. And I Wait, need what's to your like, food brand. It's called crazed foods. I'll send you some bars after this. If you'd like, there's like, they're like, oh my God. Butter, um, coffee I got to follow. 
I gotta follow. Um, is it on on Instagram? Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to follow. You can try the bars though. I'll send you some. Um, well, I li- I'm following now. <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like I've done I've done too much, and now I need to like hone in and kind of figure out like what the end goal is, I guess, or like not the end goal, yeah. but like what I really want to do. But I I mean I get what you're saying. It's just hard to like strategize, especially when you're a team of yeah, one. I- and you're like. Yeah. I don't know where to start. Like, where do I, where does my brain need to go? If anyone out there is listening, I can help, help Emma and I <laughs> think, figure out help, our please. life. We need advice. <laughs> um, okay. Well, <laughs> I was going to, let's transition to listener questions. A weird way to end. That segment. <laughs> help. I, th- I threw it all off by trying to figure ourselves out. No, it's okay. People are used to this on my platform. Okay. Oh, so it's fine. Um, okay. Some listener questions to close out the episode. Do you like, do you deal with hate at all on your platforms? I rarely do. I it's compl- it's so crazy to me how positive my, um, comment sections are. So like, even if it's unrelated to my video, someone will be like, I just ran my first mile because of you. And before I can even get to the comment, there's people like, congratulations, way to go. Keep it up. And I, I like sit there crying and Dan's like, what's wrong? I'm like, people are just so nice. <laughs> it's like, I can't even handle it. I've, I'm so lucky that it's like that. But I did notice um, if I work with a brand and they promote the video, um, even if it's on my page to like boost the views or on their platforms, that's when the, um, like the 10 year old boys come out <laughs> the and boys they're are like, who is this? They are ruthless. And they're like, I could walk that faster than that lady, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I'm really lucky that I don't have that much. I'm sure if I would get bigger, then that's where that onslaught would come. <laughs> yeah. That is, that's rare though, to have like a strong, positive audience. Yeah. Are you afraid of people turning on you? Because I feel like that happens often in the, in the TikTok world where people are like so supportive at first and all of a sudden like, I don't get the hype. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, I think people just quietly unfollow me, to be honest. I, I, okay. I don't, I don't yeah. think that. I actually think for you, I think you're just like so real and you're like, I think people just get that you like. I don't know. You're just so down to earth that like, what are they going to say? Right. Like I don't get the hype either. So (laughs) if you don't, then that makes two of us. Let's be friends. (laughs) Not even that. I just feel like you're, it's not, it's not even self-deprecating humor. I just feel like, I don't know what it is. I just feel like there's just no reason that someone could hate on you, I guess. Yeah. I I just, I, yeah, I'm not like doing thirst traps and you know, buying Lamborghinis. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. The hate is minimal. Cause I, yeah, do you, do you have that on yours? Like with, with other runners? Um, <laughs> no, I don't like have like beef with anyone, like no, uh-huh. no social media hate or anything. I think people, I think people get annoyed with me because I have been like inconsistent a lot oh, okay. since leaving college, just cause I'm like figuring out my life in my younger twenties. Mm-hmm. And I've moved around a lot and stuff. And I mean, I'm annoyed with myself too, that I like <laughs> can't really stick to one thing, but so I yeah. think people get annoyed with that. But other than that, like people are, I think the running world is generally nice. I, I feel like that's relatable in itself though, that you're in your twenties and you're trying to figure it out. I know. I just feel like some middle-aged men really don't like 
they don't like you being in your twenties and no, not they don't like me do. being <laughs> a free spirit that moves a lot. Yeah. I guess. God forbid. I Get yourself together. <laughs> um, okay. Next question. How do you, how did you gain confidence to share how you really feel on the internet? I, I think it comes down to like, uh, like when I was on YouTube and no one was watching, I was still had the camera in my face. Um, and I feel like it, I, it felt like it felt natural to me really early on. Um, because my husband always says I'm, I was born without the, uh, humility gene or like the embarrassment gene. I just genuinely don't care, um, (laughs) (laughs) what people think. Um, I mean, I, I would care if it's like, I really valued someone's opinion about a specific thing, Yeah. but in terms of like what people think I look like or how I act, it's like, well, then just don't follow me. I, I just don't care. And I think if you do care, that's when it's like, you're not confident on camera. Yeah. That's when social media will get very hard. If you're caring that much about what people say, especially (laughs) on TikTok. Yeah. I just wouldn't post. Yeah. No, I mean, I wouldn't either. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. Someone someone said your mom was my kindergarten teacher. I believe it. Yeah. She was, (laughs) she was a kindergarten teacher for like 30 some years. And if you meet her in person, she will talk to you like you're in kindergarten. (laughs) She'd be like, hi, Emma. Oh, what are you doing there? You got a little (laughs) podcast. That's so nice. (laughs) oh that yeah. sounds very wholesome Maybe she oh my gosh she is she's a good time um okay well the last question to wrap up the episode do you have any advice to your younger self oh yeah you know when you mentioned that you know you're in your 20s and you're trying to figure it out I reflect on that time a lot in my life I wish I could have said like don't so so in my 20s it was all about you have to get, you have to use your college degree. You have to um, get a job in like the STEM field. And that's where, you know, it's stable and you'll make money. I wish I never listened to that because I wasted so much of my twenties in that field and like in a cubicle surrounded by like papers and blueprints and all that stuff. And I'm like, for what? And there was no creativity there, but I didn't, I never had time to self-reflect and be like, wow, being creative makes me really happy. I never had that. It was always being creative. I feel like this isn't the case now, but when I was younger, it was like, oh, that's, you'll never make it. If you want to be like an artist or, um, an actor or something, it's too competitive. You'll never make it. Don't try. And that was so detrimental. I feel like, cause I always wonder what could I have done more by this point in my life? Um, and I don't, I don't regret it. I know like everything happens for a reason, but I would have been like, don't listen to people like that because yeah. they don't know you. It, you. You only know yourself. You, you know what you're capable of. Yeah. I really like that advice. Honestly, I feel like, especially with social media now, like people can do, you can do anything. Honestly, yes. a lot of the time, like you can make it happen yeah. because you have a platform that you can start and right. I feel like you're living proof of it. I mean, you you enjoy yeah. something doing YouTube, doing social media and look at you now. And it doesn't matter yeah. if it's when you're 21 or when you're 38. Exactly. You know? There's people in their, you know, sixties that are now completely famous and making a ton of money, like selling their own products and stuff. Yeah. So it's wild. yeah. 
Um, well, I am really excited to see how you do in the New York City Marathon and follow along the journey. Yeah. Are you going to be like filming yourself on the day? Or are you going to have someone like film you or are you just going to be selfieing throughout the marathon? I think all of the above. Okay. So I actually just bought the GoPro 10. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I have the nine and it's like on its last legs. It's like dented or like, you know, scuffed up and it doesn't stay on all the time and all that. So I got the 10. I'm showing Dan, like, this is how you get footage. Make sure you film the crowd, you know, like all this stuff. This is B-roll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then I'm obviously going to have my phone, maybe also the GoPro. So I, I want to like put a bunch of footage together and, um, the instant gratification for everyone will be the TikTok that I'll immediately post. Yeah. As soon as I know I'm not dying. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Well, I'm very excited to see that and to follow beyond yeah. whatever you do. Um, where can people follow Same. you? I mean, I feel like most people probably have already seen your TikToks, but where, yeah, where can people check it yeah. out? TikTok is mrs.space.cadet. And on Instagram, it's I'm Mrs. Space Cadet. Same on Twitter. I just got back into Twitter. Okay. Um, That's yeah, just a, kind of a scary place. Yeah, it's hard and, to navigate, we'll say. <laughs> and also YouTube, Mrs. Space Cadet. And then where can people um, donate to? Yeah, the donation link is wegiveafox.com. And it's also in my bios, like in my socials. Yeah. And it'll be in the description box of this podcast. So everyone Yay. go donate, go follow Erin. She's a great, great follow on all platforms. I will say. Um, Thank you so much. To close out the episode. Can we get a good old peace out fellas? Peace out fellas. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of commas over cold brew. I hope you enjoyed it. It was really fun talking to Erin and having like a full-on conversation with her because I've been following her on TikTok for a while and she's honestly hilarious. If you don't follow her, highly recommend because she literally makes me laugh every time I go on TikTok. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at commas over cold brew pod to be up to date on the latest episode and submit listener questions. And don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. It really helps me out. So people like Aaron see that you guys love the podcast and want to come on and chat. Thanks so much for listening. And I will hear from you guys in the next one. Peace out, fellas.